Warning. The following content contains sounds. It has been shown that some sapiens of the Homo have episodic memory towards some sounds. Therefore, forming a bad reaction to certain sounds. Nevertheless, the sounds we use are only to mock actions and notions, which are, of course, ridiculous. We are not mocking the people who have them. No, no, no. Because you know in time, you may change what you do and change what you think. Having said that, this is correlation sensation. A show where I talk about your mother's mammalian protuberances. Yes, yes. They come in all sorts of shapes, colors and textures and smells. But of course, we will proceed to something more important. Step this way to Correlation Sensation, Episode 20, The Preliminary for Aristotle's Writing, Prior Analytics. In this episode, Gork is going to do some organization regarding some of the tools that one would use for deductive reasoning. That is all. Syllogism, syllogism, going to give you syllogism. My name is Gork. Where the fuck is Void? That motherfucker. He ain't here no more. But I still have a loads of syllogism. And coronavirus is still creeping around somewhere. If you are in one of those places where they lifted the quarantine, beware. I think I hear him right now. Anywho. Now, I tell you what, I read half the book, scratched my head a little bit, you know, aired out my meninges. Oh, they needed it after that one, sweating down there profusely. Anywho, I stumbled upon some product of some sapiens of the homo which relays this information in a very organized and easy-to-understand manner. So, I did the best thing I could possibly have done. Started making tables to organize the thoughts which Aristotle was speaking about. So without further ado, we're going to start off by saying this book, Prior Analytics, Written in 350 BCE, they say. Hmm. Aristotle was uh, pumping out a lot of work. Good for him. So, prior analytics goes into great detail regarding the various situations which occur when you deductively reason various aspects of reality. Rather than being concerned with the truth of what's being spoken, the focus of logic appears to be focusing primarily on a formulating a way to rationalize your knowledge. Yeah, before we go deeper into this intensive study of logic, 
according to Aristotle. I want to go into some tools that would help everyone out before reading what has been translated for us sapiens of the Homo today. Mm -hmm. So, we're going to start off with propositions. Remember from, oh, back in the day? Yeah, on interpretation. Propositions are both a subject and a predicate, which are called terms by Aristotle. Using an indicator for quality slash quantity is, um, you know, like saying some or every or none or not some, uh-huh. They're called tags. Yep. So you pop them tags. The tag used for quality slash quantity is based on either being universal, particular, and or a denial or affirmation. So, the first type is a particular denial. Whoa. Haven't you heard that one before? It's very nice. The tag for it is simply the letter O. Ooh. At least that's the way I interpret it. I don't know anything about no Greek language or Latin alphabet or who the wada. Now, what is called the idiomatic. Essentially stating, some A is a not B. Oh, poor B. The technical. A does not belong to some B. Damn right. And A belongs to not every B. No shit. So, the abbreviation, when you compare an A and a B, guess what? Has an O in between them. Whoa. And, i tell you what, an A and a B are like hypothetical situations or propositions, you know. These will be part of the whole syllogism. Then, we're going to go down, okay? Down on what? The syllogism. Oh, yeah. The next type is a particular affirmative. The tag is simply a lowercase i. At least that's what I'm going to call it. Then the idiomatic form is some A is B. Whoa. Then we have A belongs to some B. A is a predicate of some B. Whoa. A is also related to B in part. The abbreviation, much like the first one, is A-I-B. Ooh. Next, we have a universal denial. Whoa, that one hurts more than the particular denial. The tag for that is a lowercase e. For everything or everyone becomes denied. Damn straight. Not just me, you too, ha ha. Freudenschutz. Then the idiomatic is no A is a B. Ooh. It's so strong. Then the technical, A belongs to no B. To no B. Then the technical term, 
The second technical term is A is predicated of a no B. Damn right. Now you can uh, mix these uh, around, you know, A, C, mm -hmm, you know. They're not just A and B related. The abbreviation for this one is A, E, B. Last but certainly not least is the universal affirmative. Well, that doesn't sound very special. Everything? No uniqueness? Where's the individual? Where? In the obese. It's a part of the large network of everything. Uh-huh. The tag, simply A, lowercase, but they look like alpha, like from the Greek alphabet, I believe. But I did not study this. The idiomatic for this universal affirmative is every A is a B. Oh, that's simple enough. Then the technical is A belongs to every B, blah, blah, blah. A is predicated of every B, blah, blah, blah. A is a B as in a whole with a W. Whole. Not in the hole. Like you fall down, someone put booby trap. Coronavirus did that to me this last week. He put a punji stick down there. For those who don't know what that is, the way coronavirus made it is he whittled a piece of stick from a broom. Then he proceeded to jam it up his butthole. And then jam it up mine. Then he put it in this five-foot hole. Yeah. He put some nice leaves on it, even though it's springtime and make no sense. Then when I come across all these, these branches with these leaves, I go, hmm. This is a very peculiar. This is suspect for something bad. But in my uh, whole realm of reality, I never really step in a hole with a stick designed to infect my leg. So now I hobble around. It's getting gangrenous. Where was I? Oh, yeah, abbreviations is A-A-B. See how I said that? A-A-B. Because, you know, capital A, lowercase a, or alpha, if you want to call it that. Now we go to the next table. I title it Contradictories and Contraries Table. Ooh, it's a very riveting name. Nothing more better than having some drama here in this logic land. We're going to go to types of disagreement. Ooh. We have a simply regarding truth. What? What is that? What? No. Scratch that. Now we're going to go into the different types of disagreements. Ooh. The first one, simply contrary. Ooh, it's just a contrary, right? So that means... Regarding truth is A and B cannot both be true. Damn right. You're contrary to me. Then, for the regarding of the false with contraries, A and B can both be false. Okay. 
the tags A and E are contraries. So, universal affirmative is a contrary of the universal denial. Ooh. Then we have a subcontraries. Regarding truth, it's A and B can both be true. Whoa. Then we have regarding the false. A and B cannot both be false. No? One of them must be true. Then we have examples of such. I and O are subcontraries. I and O are subcontraries. I is the particular affirmative. Affirmative, and O is the particular denial, subcontraries. Then we have straight-up contradictories. Oh, don't you contradict me, I tell you what. Regarding truth, A and B can both be true. Regarding the falsities, either A or B is true. Then regarding the falseness, Either A or B is true. Examples of such are A and O. So, universal affirmative in particular denial. Then, E and I. We have a particular affirmative in universal denial. On the word hobags, we have a next table. Figures of syllogism table. Oh, the famous syllogism figures. These are used liberally when Aristotle makes many a points. Very important to remember this. If you don't, you're screwed. So, the first figure is a P. Oh, the description is a predicate of a conclusion. Oh. Title of the premise using said figure term is a major premise. Whoa. Next figure, figure S. It's the subject of a conclusion. Aristotle's name for it is a minor term. While the title of the premise using said figure is a minor presence. Then the last figure, M. The description is a term that is common to the premises while absent in the conclusion. Aristotle's name for it is a middle term. There is a no applicable, you know, title of a premise using said figure, according to my source, which I will never give up, except in the description. Whoa. In addition to the figures of syllogism, an asterisk woo, shall be used as a catch-all representing the tag, allowing for an imaginative scenario in the following table, titled Using Figures Table. Damn right. The last table is letters for figures. This table is using figures. The first figure with the first premise, P asterisk M. Second the premise, M asterisk asterisk S. Conclusion, P 
Asterix S. Second figure. First premise. P. Asterix M. Second premise. S. Asterix M. Conclusion. P. Asterix S. Then, last but not least, the third figure. M. Asterix P for the first premise. The second premise. M. Asterix S. The conclusion. P. Asterix S. Whoa. Now, if you just rewind and make a table for it, it's really beautiful. Get your pens and pads ready. Once the inputs, which are the tag, are put into the following figures above, then you will have what some call a mood. Aristotle didn't call it a mood. Some weirdo did. Maybe he wore mood rings, and maybe he had a moody booty, and maybe he was a she, and said, Hey, babe, take a walk on the wild side. Whoa. In order for the syllogism to exist, you will have to have a triplet of a major premise, a minor premise, and a conclusion. Since there are four tags, you can utilize the three in the triplet, as I mentioned the prior, and then you will be able to use three to the power, no, four to the power of three. What? This comes up to the number 64. For the number of possible moods. Also, mathematically, if you multiply that number by the number of figures, which is three, you have a 192 syllogisms. Oh, that is a quite a load. Everywhere. Now, let us use an example of a syllogism indicating the mood in the figure. P, I, M, M, A, S, and P, I, S. Piss. The mood has been written in this form. I, A, I. Whoa, that's simple. That's from the first table. Wow, this is awesome. So we have an I, A, I, right? We have a particular affirmative with a universal affirmative eating a particular affirmative. Oh, that sounds simple. This seems like a pretty affirmative mood, if you ask me. Then, when they also write a syllogism structure, shorthand, you will have a dash is in the number. Therefore, the entire shorthand for a type of syllogism would be for the previously expressed example. It seems like I just, you know, gave you a syllogism while describing the syllogism with a mood in the, uh, you know, figure number. Okie dokie, so P-M-M-S-P-S. Hmm. P-M-M-S-P-S. Oh, that's a figure one. So, I-A-I dash one. Oh, seems simple. 
Now, just like how some people don't appreciate the moods of some individuals. Aristotle didn't have many appropriate moods. These moods that are allowable are also broken down from uh, figures. So we have A, 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 or triple A. Universal affirmative, universal affirmative, and universal affirmative. The next one down. Oh, this source actually gave me a name for it. It's called a Barbara. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, A, 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 one. That's your number, Barbara. Next, for first figure, the allowable mood by Aristotle is E, A, E. Oh. Universal denial, universal affirmative, universal denial. This bitch is called Celerant, I think. Then, the third one that's allowable move by Aristotle for first figure is AII. Universal affirmative, particular affirmative, particular affirmative. This one's name is Dari. Dari seems pretty nice. Then, the last one, E-I-O-Ferio. That's the name of it. So, E-I-O. Universal denial, particular affirmative, particular denial. It was like, all wrong. Well, yeah, maybe some okay. No, no, some definitely wrong. That was a roller coaster of a mood, if you ask me. Now, for second figure, allowable moods. E A E. Universal denial, universal affirmative, universal denial. Sounds like a bureaucracy. The next figure. A-E-E, -E. universal affirmative, universal denial, universal denial. Oh. oh, the first allowable mood is Cicere. The second allowable mood is Chemistress. The next allowable mood for the second figure, according to Aristotle, is E-I-O. Jump off the lily pad and corplunk. Universal denial, particular affirmative, particular denial. Oh, look at that. Very fun time. This one's called Festino. Thank you, Festino. Yeah, uh-huh. Second figure, last available mood is AOO. Universal affirmative, particular denial, particular denial, named Barack Obama. Barack Obama. Yep. No. Just Barack Lee. Barack Lee. Whoa. I made the funny. Whoa. Now. There's a more in number three. The first one, 
A-I-I. No, A-A-I. So, universal affirmative, universal affirmative, particular denial. <laughs> this one's named Darapti. The second mode for a third figure is E-A-O. Universal denial, universal affirmative, particular denial. This one's called Philippon. The third mood for third figure is I, A, I. This one's a particular affirmative, universal affirmative, particular affirmative. That's nice. Actually, this one's called Disamiz. Disamiz. Uh, for some reason, I don't think they have the same correlation sensation I do since they use a different language. The fourth mood, according to Aristotle, allowable for the third figure is AII. Universal affirmative, particular affirmative, particular affirmative. That's right. This one's name is Datisi. Then we have Broccoli's ugly brother, Bocardo. Yeah. The mood for this one is O-A-O. Particular denial, universal affirmative, particular denial. Then the last mood allowed by Aristotle for third figure is E-I-O. Universal denial, particular affirmative, Particular denial. That's right. Okay. I'm going to call Void. Hello? Hi. What's up, Void? Not much. Sorry, I was trying to plug in my phone. It was low on battery, so I'm talking to you on the computer. Oh. Yeah, how you doing? Good. What is your research taking you to now? So, ha, funny thing. I decided to have a, a preparing episode for the listeners, so they can uh, really appreciate the uh, nonsense Aristotle says. Hello? You fall down hole? What? Who, Frank, who? Oh, I didn't know you had to grab a think for a meditation. Hello? Yes. So what you been up to? Uh, nothing. I got a new car uh, stereo put in today. You did? Yeah. How was that? Good. It can play uh, music I hooked up my phone. Oh. Sound cool. Yes. 
So I went over, like I, uh, I concocted some tables here to oh, really cool. organize the thought. Oh, cool. Yeah. So like I have tables like uses of universal and particulars with denials and affirmations. Yeah. And I go over, you know, the tag used for, you know, universal or particular affirmation or denials. And I went over the idiomatic, which is like the very simple terms, you know. And then the technicals, which, you know, has to do with belonging to or predicates or, you know. And then the abbreviations used with the tag. Yes. It's fun stuff. We're going to learn how to syllogism, Void. Oh, once we do, we want to be able to stop syllogisming. Yes. You there? Yeah, I'm getting a call from someone. Oh. Yeah, it was, I bet it was the person supposed to do interview. Oh, okay. But, you know, they, uh, they missed their chance. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't like the way they, uh, they, uh, spoke to me earlier uh, on the messages. Oh. Yeah, this Captain Grouch Gobbler, he, uh, he sent a really uh, flaky people, you know, scabby. Yeah. Yeah, like dandruff. Oh, ouch. Yeah, that one uh, John Papanito guy. Whoa. They get any more from that ship, I'm going to go right up to Captain Grouch Gobbler and uh, snatch his meninges off. Yeah, um... What did, what did Grouch Gobbler say? Oh, he said he'll find a better candidate. And then this one is more flakier. Yo. What does he think? He's a pastry? Why would he think he's a pastry? Because he's flaky? Is that supposed to be like a play on words? Yes. Huh. You're funny. You know who else played with words? Aristotle. Oh, yes. Yeah. Although I think he could have played with them a little bit more. Wow. Yeah, like so. You know, they have... I also made a table for contradictories and contraries. Uh-huh. You know, just contraries is like, you know, A and B cannot both be true. But yes. they both can be false. And then, you know, like an example is of universal affirmative and like a universal denial or a contrary. Wow. Yeah. And then you have like subcontraries, you know, where A and B can both be true. You know, like, I is the tag used, and O is the tag used for subcontraries. So that's like particular affirmative and universals. They are subcontraries. Oh, wow. Yeah, they can't both be false, but they can both be true. You know, they're kind of like the yin and the yang here, subcontraries. A meaning that means different, uh, different people sizes. Well, you know. You know how some bitches can be cunts? 
but not all cunts are bitches. Exactly. Right, yeah. Something like that. Yeah, then I did another table for them. The f I called it figures of syllogism, but that's not really the figures Aristotle used. Oh. These are more like letters or symbols for uh, figures in the syllogism. So like you have uh, predicates of a conclusion, which is titled P, which is a major term. Then your minor, yeah, and then your minor term is, uh, you know, a figure used for that is S, which is the subject of the conclusion. And then your middle term, your middle term is like the common premises while absent inside the conclusion. Yes. And the Aristotle also said like, you know, a perfect syllogism doesn't need import from other sentences for the triplet. And then there's like nonsensicals that Aristotle talks about in his book I'm going to go over next week. I stumbled upon this guy on YouTube when I was looking up this book, you know, to see what he, someone else says. This guy, he looked like... He looked like those drones we sent over in the 40s and 50s and 60s. Oh, oh, I got something crazy. What do you got like, crazy? Uh, the government released our whole movies of us crashing. What? Yes. God damn it. I told you I not know. to, not to extreme the wobbler. I know. God damn it. The worst part is... You had to spill your cocktail on the council. All over the inside while we were spinning. Yes, that's all sticky. Yeah. Then I pressed the wrong button, pulled off wrong button because you got your damn cocktail everywhere. It is quite a mess. I am just glad Captain Grouch Gobbler never found out. Yeah, imagine the goobers he would try to send over here if I tried, tried to replace you. I mean, I mean, uh, I tried to get a janitor. Yes. When you coming over? I don't know. God damn it! I can tie up coronavirus and you can come over. I don't know. Oh come on! I want to be licking you. Hello? Yes, I was thinking. Oh. Oh, you know what we could do? What? We could get masks. He didn't put the microphone inside the masks. Oh. Oh. We get like anteater masks. Oh, I don't know. Oh. What? So, did you read anything about Aristotle? Crazy. Well, his writing was definitely different from most. Yes. Even for his time. Yep, yep, yep. You know, like, Plato was completely different. He was like, I'm writing a theater. But Aristotle was like, fuck that shit. I'm going to tell you it all logically. 
Yes. Yeah. No. No analogies. Just examples with the uh, formulas he concocted for verbal communication when people disagree or want to point out something. Yes. Guess what I did today? What? I went to the gym. And there was like a lot of people there, all what? breathing and sweating. Yes. Yeah. One person coughed all over my face. All fun. No, I'm joking. Ha ha. That would have been scary though. Imagine me having two roommates, Corona 1 and Corona 2. Yeah, be some serious stuff. Uh-huh. So you eat anything today? I had uh, some Taco Bell for drive-thru and uh, some fruit. What kind of fruit? Uh, just apple. Oh, what kind of apple? Or, but it's the super tart ones that my dad always gets. Oh, he like them sour? I do too. Oh, yeah, you like, you know what I like that sour? What? I like taking a whole lemon or whole lime, he's squeezing uh -huh. it into a glass, he didn't just putting water in there. Oh, oh. yeah, that really make you pucker up, baby. Yes. Hey. You better come over here, Tamat. Oh. When you think you come over? I don't know. Come maybe on. June. Yeah, what? A... Maybe June? Yes. It's a whole nother month. I know, but... Oh, no buts, I tell you. What? I know. And then, a scapegoat. I mean, they're just there in your, your basement, just shackled up still, right? If you get them the coronavirus, they might die. I think one of them smokes meth or something. No, I don't think he does. Oh yeah? He look kind of like a scrawny meth head. Is that that scrawny? Ah. Okay. But they're still there though, right? Yes. Oh, sweet. Have you gotten a hold of the bass player yet? No. Have you texted him recently or have they? No, I'm a, he, a, last time he kicked me in the meninges. Oh. Yeah. Didn't feel good. Left the bros. Blister. Ow. Because he had the shoe on. And I was sitting there on the concrete playing with the chalk. He come right over. And then he, he come right over and he just, he stepped on it. And then he did that little toe twist thing, you know, where you, you, uh, you rotate the balls of his feet on uh, my balls. Oh, was he crush you with his own balls? Yes, the balls of his feet. Oh, ow. Yeah. But, uh, anywho, I'll give you a call next week 
and we could go over the actual document. Oh, wow. Oh, yeah. You know, I don't know how much longer I can do Aristotle, though. Oh. Yeah, I'm thinking I can finish this, uh, this, oh, I forgot to let the listeners know I fucked up big time. I'm glad I spoke to you. You want to know what I fucked up? What? The name of the six books. Oh. Yeah, big, big fuck up. God damn it. I don't want that. What is that? So, the, uh, the Argonon, the collection of, of titles for the preceding, not the proceeding, six works. And that includes categories on interpretation and po- wait, prior analytics, pros- posterior analytics, and topics, and on sophistical refutations. Wow. So that's, that's really, we're doing the Argonon. Oh, I feel special. So I want to do at least the Argonon. You know? Wow. And then we can, uh, we can just search what Aristotle thought of the mind. I haven't even bothered looking up what he thought of the mind. I hope it's good, though. If he is wrong, I might get angry. So, uh, you ready to say, uh, we leave in peace? Yes. Okay, you go first. We leave in peace. Bye. <laughs>